Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome back to the High Tech Freedom Sales Podcast. So today I want to talk about interviewing for your next sales role. I recently had a guest who is a recruiter on the show. So go back and check out episode 94 to hear my guest, Sally Williams. And during the interview, she mentioned a few things that really got me thinking about the interviewing process. And I thought it'd be good to highlight uh, some of these on this episode. So, I mean, we're all, I'm sure you're aware, there are large layoffs taking place and some of you may have been impacted. Now, you may have not been ready at this point in your life to go look for a job, but unfortunately, that is life. You know, you are a sales professional and you're not an interviewing professional. So your interviewing skills may not be as sharp as your sales skills right now. And that's okay. And that's part of the the reason why I wanted to have a quick discussion here on the podcast. Now, the good news is that many of the hiring managers are also not great at the interviewing process. So I'm a hiring manager, and I've had the opportunity to interview quite a few people over the years. In fact, I'm interviewing right now for a role, if you know anybody up in uh, the Washington market. I did want to just share a few thoughts that were uh, top of mind for me as I think about how I want to up-level my own recruiting process, hiring, and onboarding. But let's start with the recruiter. So Sally Williams in episode 94, she made a great point that the recruiter is your first screening interview. And this recruiter, this could be a third-party recruiter or an internal recruiter. And if you show up unprepared, maybe having that call with the recruiter while you're driving, not able to turn on your video um, if the recruiter has their video on, or if your video's on and you're wearing street clothes, think about the message you're delivering. You may not even get introduced for the actual role or to interview with the company. That recruiter is the first screening interview. And ultimately, that recruiter is a, is a partner in your hiring process. And if it's a third-party uh, recruiter, definitely be open and communicate with them. They can be such a huge asset in the process of finding a job. All right, number two, and this is not, uh, I'm not including everything in the interviewing process, just a few things that that are top of mind that I think are really important. So number one, your recruiter is your first interview. Number two, uh, the conversation recap. Every discussion you have, every interview that you do, you should be recapping with a follow-up email and do it within 24 hours. Now, I recommend summarizing what you heard, your understanding of what you heard and why it's important to the business or maybe to the hiring manager, and um, maybe recapping some of the challenges that come with the role. Now, if you have some thoughts about any of those points, which you you probably covered during the interview, uh, it would be good to include those thoughts in the recap. You know, one of the challenges, put yourself on the other side of the table, one of the challenges of the hiring manager, at least for me, is that that I'm trying to listen during the interview. And so as a result, I I sometimes struggle taking great notes. 
they're a little bit cryptic when I go back and, and review them or reread them. When I get a well-summarized recap, it really helps with the context of my own cryptic notes. And by the way, if you don't send a good follow-up recap email after an interview, what do you think that says about what you'll do after a customer meeting? It's just, it's table stakes. So definitely do it. Number three, have your questions prepared. Now, you may be on top of your game and you have done incredible research on the job, uh, research on the company. You feel like you're incredibly knowledgeable, knowledgeable about the role of the company and everything that goes along with it. And so as a result, you may have already answered all of your questions, but you know what? You still need to ask them. It's a fantastic opportunity to demonstrate your depth of preparation and actual interest in the role. So maybe as an example, take something that you know, you really don't have a question around it, but take something that you know and turn it around into a question and just maybe ask for their opinion. So for example, you could say something like, I know that you know, XYZ is one of your main competitors and pretty formidable. You know, what's been working when trying to take them out of an existing account, right? That's a good question. A less prepared question might be, who are your main competitors? Well, if you're asking that question, you probably haven't done great research, right? Number four, be prepared with specific examples and stories. Now, an average hiring manager will ask you, how would you do something? A better hiring manager would ask, how did you do something? A great hiring manager will ask you how you did something and then dig into the examples of what you did or gave back and ask several follow-up clarifying questions. So how do you prepare for that? So maybe take, take the role, right? The role that you're interviewing for and just break down the components of the role. So most of these are sales roles. So you've got prospecting, you know, breaking into new accounts, maybe creating and crafting a deal, closing a deal, forecasting, exceeding plan year over year, whatever makes up your sales process, think of examples and stories. Then as you develop your examples, think about, all right, how do, how do you keep that story and example concise and to the point? If, you know, we're salespeople, some of us tend to talk more than others, but if you tend to ramble, you know, add a little structure to your, to your story. Even if you don't, and maybe you don't feel like you're a great storyteller, think about how do you add a little bit of structure to your story? So I'll give you an example. Maybe it could start off with, number one, what was the challenge, objective, or task in whatever example you're giving? Number two, you know, what are a couple steps you took to address or execute on that challenge, objective, or task? The next could be, you know, what was it, a genuine struggle that you had along the way? So maybe you're talking about some deal that you won, right? Everybody wants to talk about how everything turned out great, but you know, there's going to be challenges. So what was a, a struggle that you had along the way? And then next, how did you address it? What was the ultimate outcome? And then by the way, what are some lessons learned that you can take from that story in that example that could play into how you would work in this new role that you're interviewing for? So be prepared with those stories and, and examples. And then the last uh, point that I want to make, number five, back up your claims of achievement. So go back to episode 97, where I talk about building your success binder. If you're going to claim some achievement, just be prepared to prove it. I learned this the hard way with a past hire you know, many years ago. I, I trusted and did not verify. But when I did after the fact, 
go back and kind of poke around a little bit, the supposed success just wasn't totally accurate from what they had shared during the whole uh, interviewing and, and hiring process. So that's important. But more importantly, when you can back it up and you can prove it, you are demonstrating that you are a way more organized professional than the average candidate. So these are just a few tips that I, I've recently been thinking about. Um, you know, interviewing for a job, it's an emotionally draining process that it, it's different for every company. So as long as you're focused on what you can control and you put in the preparation, you'll do great. So remember, it's incredibly important also to interview the company and the hiring manager. Managers can change, by the way, and we've all experienced multiple managers over our careers. Managers will change, but the company will still be there. So, you know, make, just definitely, you know, it's not a one-sided process. So make sure you're doing your, your job to interview the people and the company. In fact, that's probably another good topic for a, a different episode. So question for you, are you or have you recently been through the recruiting process? Do you feel like you have had a good experience? Maybe you are a hiring manager with a really incredibly strong interviewing process. I would love to hear from you. Please come on to the High Tech Freedom Sales Podcast. Share some of your thoughts. You can DM me on LinkedIn or schedule a quick conversation through my calendar link in the show notes. And that's it for today. Until next week, make this your best week ever. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever.